this was something that really I, I realized that God really wanted to happen. I don't think I had necessarily been doing anything. So it's just like, dang, like I haven't really been putting myself out there. And so the fact that this still came, it's just like, yeah. what? With her being a fashion designer, I feel like she carries the presence of a fashion she designer. Does. The way she like dresses. Yeah. And not to be look. weird, but like Jada be smelling good. I definitely feel like you do well um, carrying the presence. All of Thank us really yeah. do. Yeah, for carrying sure. the presence of what we do. Even the way people do photo shoots for their brands. Mm -hmm. Everything that's in that picture for that photo shoot is communicating the type of brand you have to the person that's looking. Yeah. Be very aware of how you're looking, how you're presenting your brand. You can't just go around looking anyway. All of that goes within your branding and you have to be intentional about what you're presenting. That's good. Hey, what's good, y'all? It's your boy Travion. Welcome to the Growing Pains Podcast, where we talk about business, music, and the life of a young adult. Yeah. Let's get it. How y'all feeling? Let's get it. Feeling no, good. No, 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 no. <laughs> hey, y'all. I'm Jada. Right. Oh. Like, why you don't Like, it's our it? podcast, exactly. too. You could have said your name. <laughs> I said, what? let's get it. How y'all feeling? You could have been like, I'm, I'm Jada. I'm about to say, I'm Jada, and I'm feeling good. And my name's Yanni, and I'm feeling great. <laughs> just did it right now. <laughs> Anyways, what is up, Trey? What's good, y'all? What's yes. good, Jada and Yanni? Yanni and Jada. <laughs> but Jada just took a trip to New York. New took a trip? York. New yes. York, yes. I she was, was on a big hit. screen. She was on a big screen. Literally, I my aunt. They said, oh, I see her. <laughs> she was on the podcast. Yeah. I said, oh, auntie, that's tough. You yeah. showing love. Oh, that's cute, auntie. Let <laughs> us, how was the trip, though? Nah, it was amazing, bro. Like, they treated us so good. Mm -hmm. um, as soon as I got there, they had the uh, chauffeur waiting in the airport. He had a sign that said Jada Javaria on it. And yeah. I was like, here he is. Here we go. I wanted to record him, but I was nervous. And I was thinking of y'all. Like, bro, I was, I was telling like, Jada. I was like, you should have took I a picture. Got a picture that I was thinking, bro, Yanni and Trey would want me to get a picture <laughs> of this. <laughs> no, you should have pulled out that phone and said, listen, my name is on here. I need a picture right, of you with for this sure. <laughs> That would have been hard. Nah, for real. It was so cool. I was like, ooh, I'm like famous or whatever. <laughs> so what was the process like prior to, you know, pre Oh, yeah, the yeah, show? yeah. So basically, um, ooh, all right. I have a point that's going to go on to all of this. But basically, they found me from a TikTok that I did two years ago. Mm. Honestly, the same TikTok that Good Morning America found me from, they mm. found that same TikTok. Y'all, I have not been on TikTok in two years. Like, or at least a year and a half, a long Good time. God. And so it's just like, it is something about that TikTok. That one, it's like mm -hmm. one uh, video I have that went viral. So what was the TikTok? It was basically a video of me showing the progression of my work okay. from uh, like seven years old to like 22. So if y'all want to get on TV, post the progression of your work. <laughs> no, for real. Basically, exactly. and you need to pin that video to the top. Right, that's the strategy. Exactly. It's like, keep getting me on the show. Right. Because <laughs> all these shows, like that video at this point, like, that's for real. Fire. No, honestly. And so um, they found me from the TikTok. Mm -hmm. They reached out. They emailed me. And then we started doing calls. Uh they, they, we did an initial call so they could get to know more uh, okay. more about me. Oh, you know what's another thing? 
people were reaching out to me, like other designers saying like, oh my gosh, I applied to be on the show. And just like, even at the, at the show, they were talking about applications. And I was like, I did not apply for nothing. I didn't even know this was an app. Oh, like, I did not know you actually had to submit an application for this show. Yeah. So I'm just like, I did not apply for nothing. That's crazy because I watched... Uh, I, I was trying to see the videos. I was like, bro, I was looking up your name on Yay. YouTube. I was like, Jada Ellis. <laughs> and that's before you like posted it on your story. I had looked at it the same night. Mm -hmm. And then um, I seen like they had an option to, you know, apply yeah. to get on the show. And I was like, I wonder if Jada did that. Because the, the video that mm -hmm. you did, um, I think, I don't know where you were at, but you had did a video, like an introduction video. Oh, you and saw I that? that? Yeah. I saw it. <laughs> Where was it at? I think it was on YouTube. Oh, I did not yeah. know that. Oh, that's I th crazy. think, if I'm not mistaken, the full like t live show, I think they included that in there. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. I got to go back and look. Yep. But yeah, like I did not have to apply. So even that, I was just like, wow. Wow. God is that's amazing. Because they were like, I think they had like hundreds of applicants or something. And they reached yeah. out to me. And you. they reached out to me. And yeah. so it's just like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I got the phone call. Jada was jumping around. Bro. Oh, yeah. Was she was here. I got it. I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, y'all. I think they, they, uh, it was like between me and an eight-year-old for my spot. And I'm, I'm sorry to that eight-year-old. Eight I'm sorry to that eight-year-old. I'm sorry to that eight-year-old. <laughs> Look, you eight. Maybe you could do it when you nine. Okay. Right. Now let me stop. Let me stop. like that. Now, what if they watch this? Right. <laughs> Bro, when he come up or she, he, he or she, when they come up, they're going to be like, yeah, you play me. Right. You stole my spot. Yeah. Yeah. I got my spot. Now he gonna be on, I don't know. He gonna be in a movie. No, he for or she. real. <laughs> no, let me stop playing. I love the kids. I support the kids for Did sure. it like only if I'm getting on the show. I'm not supposed to. Only if you're not still in my spot. Right. <laughs> 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 look, 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 you gotta go. <laughs> That's you gotta funny. Trip them in the <laughs> That's funny, bro. Yo. So, yeah, like. What was that process like? Because you got, um, so basically they took care of all the transportation. Yeah, we had to do a lot of calls uh, for, we had to do so many calls. Um, I'll say I was like more nervous going through the process um, even before I think I got the confirmation. Or did I, well, at some point, yeah, I did get the confirmation. But yeah. I realized that on TV, it is a lot different than the podcast because they expect things to be said a certain way. And even it was funny. Okay, if anybody from the show, uh, the production team watches this, mm -hmm. no offense. This is not like a bad thing. But it was so funny to me how all of us, me and the designers, were talking about how at one point we were just like, bro, they're making my story so sad. And one girl was like, yeah, they said they wanted me to say I had crippling depression and I never had depression or whatever. And then another guy was like, and then he was like his producer asked, uh, like, so what? What's your struggle? Like, what did you go? <laughs> they said, "Come on, give me the pain." <laughs> exactly. That's crazy. And so, but I get it, y'all. If you're watching, I get <laughs> She's like, it. I get it. Because I guess that's what does well. On the show, yeah. I'm just saying. I feel like it's really pulling on heartstrings because, exactly. like, you know, the little African kids where they be like in the arms. <laughs> that is a dog yeah. commercial. The kids too in Africa. They use that song for the kids. Yes, I, I, so. I, I, I saw that. They use that song for the dogs. Yeah, when they no, be like, I seen the African kids. Yeah, don't desert. they use that song for the dogs? They use it for of course the they dogs. Would know. They've been on my. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Zell, it was a black and white, black and white video. 
with the dog. Zoe and Jada would know. They've been here since. Bruh, look, when we were Since kids, the first war. <laughs> when me and Zoe was kids, it was for the dogs. Maybe when y'all was kids, it was for yep. the African kids. <laughs> exactly. Hey, Bro, yo. for real. For the brand. <laughs> For the brand, bro. So yeah, like, okay. So you get there. How are you feeling in the like? I think the, the whole, whole time, process getting the service, like, you know, I was hyped. Yeah. You know, like I was grateful the whole time. I was grateful just because um, this was something that. Really, I, I realized that God really wanted to happen because I've talked about the whole Good Morning America thing before. That was actually supposed to happen exactly a year ago, last September, and it didn't happen. And I feel like I pushed that opportunity away because of, like, how I was thinking and everything. And so, but that was also something that God told me. I'm, you're going to have this opportunity to have this big fashion show and all of these things. And so the fact that God brought a similar opportunity, even though the fashion show may have been bigger, God still brought a similar opportunity back exactly a year later. I was like, oh, yeah, mm, like God really wants God. me to have this opportunity because I don't even think I had necessarily been doing anything. You know how they say like uh, preparation meets opportunity? Mm -hmm. I don't think I had necessarily been doing anything. You have been doing stuff. I mean, you. I've been. Uh, What's I, the uh, girl that's on power? Um, you, you, like you, you've okay, been well, doing yeah, stuff. I don't, 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 don't want to say it like that. that. I guess like, okay, this is how I'm thinking about it. I haven't been heavy on content for Jayo. I've been doing stuff for Ellis Sewing Company. And then, you know, I may post stuff for the podcast on mm -hmm. like my Jada Ellis page. But for Jayo, I haven't posted on TikTok or nothing. So it's like. I haven't been doing a lot of new things for people to find me, basically. Yeah. So I guess it, it just felt like this is like out of nowhere because my Jael Instagram had been dry for real. I had really only posted my birthday dress mm -hmm. in the past like months for real. So it's just like, dang, like since May. Yeah, yeah, I had only posted my birthday dress. So it's just like, dang, like I haven't really been putting myself out there. And so the fact that this still came, it's just like, yeah. what? Welcome to Growing Topics, where we talk about hot topics in today's society. Jada got a story. Let's get it. Yes. So today I want to talk about Ice Spice. Like, how can you lose when you already chose? Like, get on, let's keep it But basically, um, Ice Spice, she just did an interview with Variety. Mm -hmm. And she basically said that, she said, people be trying to act like I'm dumb, but I'm just a marketing genius. And so she really hasn't been around that long. Uh, but she's already been able to do two songs with Nicki Minaj, one being for the Barbie movie, which was really huge. Yeah. Uh, she's gotten some big awards. She's also been able to perform at some big award shows, uh, did a collab with Taylor Swift. Um, and then she just had got a big brand deal with Duncan to have her own drink. She also did oh, the yeah, Skims line. She was oh, the main yeah. person. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And so I hear sometimes people will say, well, she's only having all of this happen because she's pretty and she's light-skinned. And they'll say there are other artists who are uh, brown skin or dark skin 
who are maybe more talented than her, but they and been around longer than her, but they haven't seen the same success. So do y'all really think maybe she really is just a marketing genius? Um, or do y'all think it has to do with maybe like her being light skinned? Mm. I have a question. Do you do you know why people are calling her dumb? Uh, I think her dumb. Maybe it could be her style of rap. And not to say her style of rap is dumb, but it's pretty simple, I would say. And then even, I guess, uh, I don't want (laughs) to. Her being bold and saying that she is a marketing genius. That could be a reason. Oh, that she think people are saying, think that she's dumb? Yeah. Like they may think that she's dumb because she's saying I'm a marketing genius. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And even I'll say sometimes when people see like girls who like be twerking and stuff, like just like. Okay, like how when she 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 performs, like you know she'll throw a little one two cheek and stuff, and people may think, oh, because of that, she's not that smart or whatever. But I don't think that actually has anything to do with smarts, because I know uh, Donnie said when she get a little hype, she do a little one two, <laughs> <laughs> and so and she's pretty smart. So yeah, but um, it could be. I feel like it could be her style of rap. With what you said about um, the whole thing of like dark skin and light skin and different things like that. Um, I don't want to get into women's business, but mm-hmm. <laughs> you feel me? I look at it like Megan Thee Stallion. She twerked. She, you know, true. And she got big deal brand deals and all of that, and she can actually rap. Like true. you feel me? So I don't. I don't really know how that plays. I feel like at some point you got to give her some type of credit. Like the yeah. fact that she was on a Barbie movie. And she's her song is on a Barbie movie yeah. that's gonna last forever with like one of the top arm. The top rap Rappers, artist, yeah, like that's gonna be something that lasts forever. Um, yeah, like this only been her a couple months of her being out. For yeah, real. Like, I feel like her team is just putting her in the right position, and she's at the right time, and like you know, it's just working out for her. Yeah, I think, and I don't know if y'all have seen it, but on TikTok, people are saying like, "Ice Spice is the female Pop Smoke." Yeah. And I'm, I think that's kind of crazy because I kind of do see the similarities. Yeah. I wonder if they have like the what same similarities you see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, for real, low key, I see it too, though. So I get that. I think she really could just be, um, maybe she is kind of just really good at marketing, though. Because mm-hmm. I remember some people also saying, like, after the whole Munch song, she wasn't going to be gonna around say. that long. I was going to say, I feel like she did good letting that song ride out and yeah. get, like, the recognition you know yeah on tiktok yeah. i feel like that was, it was very viral on tiktok so uh, yeah honestly what i'm thinking now i actually think she really just took advantage of her momentum right because i feel like once things started picking up for her it wasn't like she just focused on music i feel like she even started branding herself maybe more like for fashion like uh, so now she's like you're seeing her in like more luxury type of pieces like just kind of like cardi b did that at one point you started seeing cardi as like a fashion but girl yeah. and things like that but then again all the people were naming besides megan Thee stallion and Nicki minaj like those are all light-skinned people yeah that's what so i was gonna say it kind of plays a part because i was even thinking of koila ray mm-hmm. like she like took the advantage of her opportunity and you know build the momentum off of that so like that but it's like true. all of these people are light-skinned so it's kind of hard to have and that. Nicki Minaj is dang near like yeah too, so you would, yeah. Nicki Minaj yeah yeah she's pretty on the lighter side she like zeal like color maybe a little lighter no. there isn't now that i think no. about it, there really isn't a lot of dark-skinned females in the that's game actually that's actually like known yeah exactly doing well. so it's like it's hard to tell like is it really uh 
maybe the light skin privilege and that's a thing yeah what about like or is it marketing i don't know because like what about like yeah like sexy red or like you know (laughs) what i'm saying like i mean we if we're gonna if we're gonna say ice spice we can't talk about sexy red like she's doing her thing well, Although you may not listen to her music, but she's still doing her thing. She still is speaking to a specific audience. That's shake a your good dress, point. shake your dress, shake your dress. Yeah. Is she, I'll say, but is, is she, do you think she's going to be able to do all this stuff? Well, I guess you could say that. Why not? She's could she do speaking all this stuff? to a specific audience the same way Boosie Bade spoke to a specific audience, the same way Jay Z spoke to a specific audience. Like they have their own demographic of people in. That's, That's a good point. It, it may not be who we listen to, but you listen to Alex. The people that listen to Ice Spice or well, Sexy Red may not listen to counter. Him. I got a counterpoint then. So some people say that in order to be brown skin and like successful in these type of industries is you or like dark skin, you do have to like show more skin or be more crazy. Like not crazy, but like be off the wall. Like yeah. say that some wild stuff. True. Because think about all the brown skin, the dark skins that you do know that's popping. Yeah. That is so true. City girls, Nicki Minaj. The, I feel like mm-hmm. I don't want to get too deep, bro, but I feel like it's it's all an agenda. I'm sorry, I have yeah. to say it. <laughs> Like, it's an agenda being pushed. Even that make me think of the uh, TikTok girl, Pinky Doll. Like, she had to put on a whole filter in order to make herself look lighter. Yeah. And then even, like, wore blonde hair to, like, mm, kind of fit I in didn't the know niche that. of... Yeah, like, when people saw her for the first time, they were like, yo, like, she's darker mm. than what she looks appears to be on TikTok. Yeah. And that's because she would wear, like, a blonde wig. And she still does. Mm-hmm. She wears, like, a blonde wig. And, and she wears a filter that makes her look lighter than Dang. what she actually is. Like, she's, like, kind of like your skin complexion. Like, brown, brown skin. Yeah. yeah, like, she's more brown. She's not light at all. Yeah. I so. did not know that. Yeah, because she be looking light-skinned in, the, in them TikToks. Yeah, so. It's kind of like you got to play with the industry if you really want to. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. I don't know a lot of brown skin and dark skins that don't have to do the most like that, like be overly sexual or whatever to be in the Overly industry. exposing your body. Exactly. Pushing, uh, they all, I'm sorry, but they all talk about yeah. guys with SRTs and Hellcats and they yeah. all talk about getting to the bag and, and they, they talk about the same stuff. Yeah. Um, and I was going to say with, um, I forgot. You good? <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, it's definitely all like. Uh, do you, do you, do you remember? No. Okay. <laughs> it's definitely all like you know. It's just like public, ge- the general public. Like it's a thing. Yeah. The general public, they have a certain look oh. for people. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. yeah. I remember. So I was gonna say I actually heard about I don't know where I heard it from, but I think it was on TikTok. Somebody was saying how. Ice Spice is doing a good job, like, playing her role, so to speak, mm. as far as, like, with the orange hair and the fitted clothes, and, you know, mm. she's light-skinned, and she, she's, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. She, I heard somebody saying that, and I'm like, that's kind of true. But I feel yeah. like if she playing her role, like, she's doing a hell of a job, you feel me? Like, yeah. And one thing I see that she kind of would, in a sense, take heed from, like, Nikki is, like, or, no, I won't even say Nikki, but one thing she takes heed of is, like, she moves as if she is a big artist. Like, she, you don't really hear too much from Ice Spice. You hear mm, it in her I music. Think about so that. she moves like she's a high-level artist. And that plays in your marketing, That's true. Because we've talked about that for the podcast. That's right. true. But if she's, so if she's playing her role, so to speak, would you say that that's her being a marketing genius? Yes. Mm. 
playing in her role, being a marketing genius? Like yes. you're doing what's expected. So is that really? But is it really doing what's expected? Because if you're doing what's expected, why are all the art- other artists not doing it? <laughs> I don't know, man. If, if you're doing what's expected, why aren't all the art- other artists doing it? And yes, we're not going to play dumb like as if there's no colorism and stuff in the right. industry. But... Like, I feel like you can't discredit a person if they're succeeding in the industry. You feel me? Like, in to her point, like, she can sit there and, like, I, I haven't heard from her, but, like, anyone that is light-skinned and is has, like, the lighter skin privilege, it's like, okay, cool, they can, you know, act oblivious as if there's no colorism, but I think everybody knows that there's colorism in any industry for real like people want you to look a certain way most people in corporate industry you can't wear a a curly afro you got to have your a wig on or something that's more professional than what your hair type is so Mm. it's like there's different types of ways in the industry that you want to look but i don't think she's playing her role i think she's just playing her cards right yeah she knows that this is her her moment now and so i'm gonna act i'm gonna take advantage of everything on the table that I can for right now because once good it's point. all said and done, then you know now the next person comes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good point. Well, yeah. <laughs> so that's the end of this segment. So let's get back to the episode, y'all. That's like, like the seeds that you've been, po- been planting. The posting that you did do yeah. it may not have been during the time span you're talking about, but I'm pretty sure there's been a time you've been consistent in doing for sure. planting those seeds. It's like now they're growing. Yeah. You know, nah, like, definitely. You've been doing this since you were a kid, so it's like yeah, you have been doing stuff. Yes. It may not have been this year or this season of your life, yeah. but you have been doing stuff. You've been planting a seed every moment, like even with how. On, on the show, they were saying your aunt, like, mm-hmm. you know, instilled that into you. And now I can see why they kind of did make it sad because they told, they were like saying your aunt died. And yes. I started tearing up. I was like, oh, sad. <laughs> Look, they had the pictures of her and everything. That's what I'm saying. Bro, it made really, me want to tear up. That's what yes. I'm saying. I was like, not a G crying. That's yes. Crazy. Bro, oh my gosh. They made me want to tear up. Yeah. But. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to get it. Okay, that is a sad part of my story. Yeah. I just didn't get why they didn't want to talk about, like, I feel like there is so much of my story. But even they were like, I told them I learned how to, to sew from this lady named Miss Donna, this old white lady. And they were like, well, we're just going to say that, like, your aunt taught you how it's to like, sew. It's like, forget that part. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, forget that. <laughs> and so then even in the, in the thing, she was like, Jade has been sewing since she was seven years old. And I was just thinking, like, I did not start sewing until that white lady taught me when yeah. I was Jade is like, but I'm just going to sit here yeah. and yeah. Right. <laughs> make it work. I was like, I get it. You know, y'all want to add. Because it, it was so funny. I was just like, I get it. Y'all want to add on to the story. Yeah. But, um... Regardless, though, I was still grateful because yeah. I'm, I'm just like, wow, like, God really wants me here. Yeah. He really wants me to do this. And it was incredible. The hotel was nice. Yeah. I had a chauffeur everywhere I was going. There was a guy. I texted y'all about yeah, this. But so after the first day of filming, mm-hmm. uh, I have my chauffeur come. He picks me up from the hotel, mm-hmm. takes me back to the uh, picks me up from the studio, takes me to the hotel. And we're in this car ride. My friend was with me, so I wasn't talking to the guy. Um, but then once I get out the car, he was like, hey, I just wanted to say I watch your podcast. And I was just like, what? And it was so unexpected because he's not our demographic. He was like Middle Eastern, mm-hmm. uh, maybe Arabian or something like that in his 30s. 
And so he he wasn't even like just what I expected to be someone that like watches the podcast. Yeah. And so hey, if you watch him to Bye. that man, thank <laughs> you to good. that man no, for real. <laughs> and so and then he like quoted something that I had said from the episode or something. Wow. And I was just like, that's crazy. Impact. It was just like I am in New York to be on TV and I have a chauffeur who is taking me to my pay for a hotel yes. and they just said that they watched the podcast <laughs> like, Data, oh, yeah. if you watching you better be clapping to him. <laughs> exactly like, come on Jada did the little little mama pose bro, she said in New yeah. York <laughs> like bro that was like a crazy moment and I, I that think that's dope because it's not just he didn't just say oh I watch your podcast he quoted Quote, something exactly. so that goes to show he's like Actually, actually took like, the time what? out to watch it. Like, that's crazy. That is crazy in New York. And it's like, I know that we've seen people who watch our podcast in yeah. different places. Yeah. But it, it was, I think typically when we've like, so when we were in Florida, it was like people saying like, oh, we've seen your episode with Alex Jean because we're at his concert or yeah, something. Right. Or even I guess like when we're with Social Proof, it's like, well, they've seen it because we're with Social Proof. Right. This person had nothing yeah. to do with any of that. And I'm in New York. And he's not even our demographic. Exactly. And he yeah. said, I watch your podcast. I was yeah. just like, that Bro, is cool. Even the woman that, um, and shout out to her, that showed our episode to our classroom. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's big. Like, like for We're going to have God. more of that for sure. Yeah, like, definitely. That's why we just got to keep going and keep planting the seeds in different areas and, and what we do, you know, individually, mm -hmm. but also when we come together to continue to plant those seeds. So that way, you know, and the, the people who, you know, shared it to their classroom, y'all got to mm -hmm. share it with y'all friends so that it could get exposed to more people. Yeah. Same mm -hmm. person who was in the car, uh, your valet driver. Yeah. You're going to have more of that too. Not yeah. for real. Yeah. they going to have more spots. Yeah. Yeah. Over world. Private bookings. Speak all on of that. it. Private yeah. jets. Yeah. <laughs> I've rented out mansions just for the trip. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. bro. No, for but sure. yeah, it, it was definitely amazing. I was like a little nervous. Mm -hmm. um, but it was cool. Even just I feel like I just got to meet some really dope people. Mm -hmm. The uh, the hairstylist and makeup artist on set. I was like, oh, y'all my friends. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they were super, super amazing. I just love when I meet people and I automatically feel like I can be myself yeah. 100%. Like, it, and so that was mm. really cool. Um, and they haven't even, like, when I got there, and they had, like, my name, like, my own little room. And yeah, they had I my name that. on the oh, door. Did you take a picture? Yeah. Okay, good, I took good, a good. picture of that. That was super cool. Um, it was just so much. Like, I think I just was enjoying the whole entire yeah. experience. And then even having some of the producers say, I don't know if I should say this. But, okay, <laughs> it was a compliment. But I don't want it to be, like, shade yeah, to other it. people. Yeah. But... They just really, really liked my stuff. That's good. And it was just like, wow, because I still can have a, a bad habit of, like, doubting myself. Mm -hmm. And so, or doubting my skills. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, like, oh, my stuff isn't going to be, like, good enough or whatever. And they, like, the fact that the whole production, like, they loved it. Like, mm -hmm. they absolutely loved it. It just felt so, so good. And I, I feel like I just represented well for, like, the black women. I was the only black woman. So uh -huh. I just feel like I represented well for, like, mm -hmm. black women for sure. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I loved it all. The second day we got to meet um, 
two dope icons in the fashion industry. And it was funny because we all had to provide a question. So I was like, okay, if I get to ask a question, I'm going to ask like a for real business question. And it was so funny because they were like so stunned. What's the question you asked? I had asked them. uh, So I was basically like, I've been doing custom couture for Mm -hmm. a few years, but I'm about about to switch to the marketing space. Um, Or not marketing. I'll say I'm about to switch to the uh, ready-to-wear space, uh, manufacturing space. And so I said, what key things should I have in place for my customer experience, my marketing, and my branding to ensure the success of my high-end ready-to-wear line? And they were so caught off guard. I didn't even get an answer. <laughs> That's like, crazy. That's Jada good. do be asking intentional questions. Yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah. for so sure. I was, I was just like, it's okay. I'll message them later because I'm going to get my it's answer. It's like, y'all can't answer my question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's good that you, like, had a really good experience because yeah. there's. I've heard a lot of stories on people who've gone in these spaces where it's production, TV, and all this stuff, and they had a really bad experience mm. With the crew, with the host, and all that stuff. So I'm glad that your experience was a pleasure. Everything was amazing. And I also thought it was so cool. So all the designers, it was five of us, we all had our own producer Mm -hmm. uh, that was, like, in charge of, like, finding us. They were even, like, they all had to write, like, a paper on us, like a research paper. Uh, to like give That's to cool. Tamron. Yeah, I was like, oh, I want to see what you wrote about me. Yeah. <laughs> but um, all of us had our own producer that was basically in charge of making sure we were good, that we had everything we needed and all of that good stuff. And one girl was like, oh, I love how it seems like everyone is like besties with their producer. Like my uh, producer was this girl. Her name is Carolyn. And I was like, it feel like you're my friend now. Like it was just cool. I feel like the vibes were just amazing the entire time one of my friends that live in new jersey Mm -hmm. she came out to new york and she got like the best content like behind the scenes ever for me and so i was super grateful for her yeah because i didn't even ask her to Mm -hmm. and so and i was going to try and uh, like find a videographer but she just came with her camera and i didn't even know she really took photos for her like that wow. and I she said, just i'm gonna send you this blessing down and send you this person to right literally yeah. and so it was just like super super amazing mm-hmm. um i felt like super confident i just felt really good yeah, about you myself you know yeah And so, yeah, New York was dope. Hey, y'all, what's up? I know you're enjoying the episode, but real quick, we wanted to take a second to talk to y'all. Hey, pull out your phones right now and text the word GP crew to the number down below. Let's get it. Go do that right now. You're going to get updates about new drops, events, and so much more. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Now, let me get back behind the camera. Let's get it. So how did you feel about, um, well, how was the process of, you know, you already explained how you got there and different things like that, mm-hmm. how you were feeling. How did you prepare for, like, the models and different things like that? Like, did you have to find Oh, yeah. So that week before mm-hmm. um, leaving, that yeah. week was stressful, bruh. I slept, like, two to three hours, like, a good chunk of that week, at least maybe four well, days. Well, why was it week. stressful? Um, because I still had orders. So okay. it's, oh. like, orders while also trying to – get stuff sent to the show i had to keep sending them stuff um i made an outfit for tamron i mm-hmm. made this like really beautiful blouse for her within like seven hours couldn't even um i couldn't ship it because i realized i didn't have a zipper but then um when i did ship it it was still like maybe five days or so before i was even supposed to go on tv so it was time for it to deliver and 
the FedEx never sent it. And it's so crazy how, like, you just had those feelings. I feel like, I don't know if it was just God or what, but it was just like, I remember when I gave her the package, I just felt like she is not about to send my stuff off. Like, I just felt mm. it so strong. Like, and then even before I was the, because uh, I think my flight was on Monday, um, I was thinking, like, I should go back to that place early in the morning because I just felt like my stuff was not sent off. And I didn't go. Wow. I was just like, it's fine. And so then I get to New York. And as soon as I get to New York, I think they were calling me saying, hey, like, your stuff never got sent off. And I was just like, bruh, I knew I should have freaking went and checked. And so, yeah, but. Uh, so how did, what did, what did you do moving forward from that? So they had me send a lot of my stuff to them, a lot of my dresses. So she just wore another dress that okay. I had. But honestly, um, there's a group picture that we took on my Jio Instagram. Y'all could go check it out. But it it looked beautiful how it was. Yeah, I saw so it. Not it mad. Good on we her. ate. I was like, Period. so you so you did a few pieces. What was the pieces you sent that was backup or like? Oh uh, no! So they wanted to do like a mini fashion show or okay. like showcase of my work. So that's why I had already sent so okay. many pieces there. But it wasn't like I had to make a lot of stuff from scratch before going out there. It was just like I had to make a lot of little alterations. The only thing I made for from scratch was the outfit I made for Tamron that she never got. Okay. But everything else was already made. It just needed little tweaks and things like that. And so, yeah. Um, and then the models, they picked the models. They honestly did a good job of doing everything. Yeah. They said, like, send us the measurements. We'll take care of it. They did that. Um, and so, yeah, everything we needed. Even um, there was one girl whose skirt, like, ripped. Uh, one of the other designers, her skirt ripped. And they even had, like, someone there on hand to, like, help sew it up. And so, oh. yeah, they made sure that we were really taking care of the whole yeah. time. And they even do this thing where they, like, let people who, like, let designers who were on the previous year come back if you like had a lot of success within a year so that's dope i already know i'm gonna be back that's next definitely year. gonna be you yeah. sure. yeah. that's good though yeah it definitely. seemed like everything like although there were small little holes within it there everything played out like flawless. oh my gosh yes okay and that was the other thing i just feel like god was just like moving for real yeah. so mm -hmm. my my room number it was eight to eight i was telling uh yanni um i was like even that, it felt like kind of prophetic because 828, that's a scripture, Romans 828, is uh, all things work together for your good. Mm -hmm. And that literally summed up my week because the amount, the let's say the lack of sleep that I got that week mm -hmm. from all the orders that I was trying to do, typically when I have put that much pressure, I probably was sewing on at least like, when you think about all the alterations I had to do plus the client stuff that I was working on, I was sewing on at least like 10 garments last week. You were sewing while we were in here? Yeah, oh, yeah. Exactly. I was literally sewing at the studio. I brought my sewing machine. I was sewing here. Typically when I put that much stuff on myself, I always fold under pressure. Something always goes wrong. Even if I get it done, it's always something wrong with something. The fact that everything literally worked out for my good, mm -hmm. I was just I was I, I like I was just so in shock. I was like, this cannot be going this well. The fact that everything is working out, it was just crazy to me. Like, oh. and so it was just crazy That's that so even that that like that number was my room number. Like all things work together for your good. 
it was just like it's like the small well, little yes, signs. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It was just like period, guys. Yeah, period. <laughs> and I'm thinking even like with the opportunity you didn't take with the Good Morning America, mm-hmm. it's like that that you could say that worked together for your good. Because who mm. knows? What if you didn't do that? Would you have been on this? You, you, it's point. just a different perspective to think from. Nah, but for sure. It's really cool how when you're doing something for God, he's going to cover everything for definitely. you. Because the enemy is definitely going to throw stuff in your path. As mm-hmm. Like you said, you, you sent her a whole outfit and it didn't get yep. shipped. Yeah. But God said, I'm, I know that's going to that's gonna happen. So yep. let me like have you ship some, some stuff over here exactly. so that she still has an outfit. So that's right. good. That way you're not stressing about like, what what's next in the process mm-hmm. it's like everything ran smooth and then you also got like these dope pants yeah these pants that like everybody wants my yes. mom was even asking she was yes. like i want these pants and i was like well she only got 60 pairs so i don't know what sign up for the email yeah, list. you gotta sign up for no, the email for you feel real. Me? i got so much love on those pants um the plan was to drop them while i was out there but my website still wasn't ready mm-hmm. Um, which is cool. I had hit up a friend to do it for me, but he was like also swamp work. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So it was more so like I'm gonna try and get this done for okay. you. Yeah. Um, and he really was trying, but he just didn't have time to have it out in time. Um, and also it was hard for me to keep communication with him because when I got there, it was still like I was still doing a lot of moving around, yeah. um, especially like Wednesday when we were recording and he kept like needing information for me. Oh. We were film like they're filming all day. It was yeah, really like hard really to exactly. So I was just like, it's OK. Um, I was like, my goal is just to keep up the momentum. Mm-hmm. And so you uh, have. <laughs> exactly. And so I was like, I want to keep posting now. Like I'm about to keep putting That's out content. Cool. Uh, I'm actually about to send my samples off to some celebrities um, probably next week. And so I think once I get those celebrities in the samples, then I'll just drop it then mm-hmm. because it'll be like, I'm going to still post content around the pants between yeah. them. But when people see those big names in it, then it'll be like, oh, you shoot. Definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be like, definitely. yeah, I want it. Exactly. Yeah, you, you've been real intentional about like the marketing behind like everything that's coming. Like, you yes. know, the pants. Then, like, you have, you're on the show. <laughs> so, yes. you know, like, even with what you had told me, like, mm. while we were on in book club, you were saying, mm-hmm. like, I was asking, like, who's going to do your hair? Like, do you got a photographer and stuff like that? And yes. you were just saying, you know, you're not going to get your hair straight because that's something that you do, like, every once in a blue moon. Exactly. But, like, your curly even hair that, data, yeah, that's exactly. what everybody knows. Exactly. Because yeah. yeah. even that, I was like, that goes into, like, your branding. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, like, if I'm, like, known for big hair it makes sense i don't want people to follow me and then they're like this is like a completely different person than like what i just saw on tv Mm -hmm. and so i feel like it makes sense because it goes along with my branding like maybe for my audience that follows me they mean they they may be like oh jada popped out she got her hair straightened because they know that oh she always has curly hair but for people who are just finding me it's like they they may be confused like oh this is completely different than mm-hmm. like what I just saw yeah. and so yeah and I look oh yeah. go ahead oh no I was you could finish and then I'll yeah. okay I was gonna say um I think it's cool because I remember you were telling me like I think you were telling me and Trey how 
you didn't know how you was gonna like market. You were you felt. I remember you were talking. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what you said, but I remember you were explaining it in a way where you were kind of feeling overwhelmed because you didn't know how you was gonna Ooh, like market. Just and you, I remember you oh were coming up with like ideas, and you're like, I don't know how I'm gonna do it and stuff. And it's like, well, should I just do this or should I do this? Oh, I know the conversation. Yeah, okay. yes, I remember I to do those videos. Yeah, yeah. and so it, bro, and that was gonna cost a couple thousand dollars. Yeah, and wow. so now I'm thinking like when. You're in God's plan. So it's like he's putting celebrities in your path, influencers, entre big entrepreneurs, and TV. And you don't have to stress about a thing. I did not have to pay not one exactly. thing for New York. And that's the thing with like when you're in God's right. plan, he's going to work everything out right. for your good. I didn't even I think did about even that because we were sitting in the room. Like, yeah. was coming up with all was, these ideas yes. for promo. And it's like, all right, well, I need the funds in order exactly. to Exactly. You know, I remember push this telling y'all because I think even just to record it, was going to be like my whole marketing like rollout I had in mind. It was going to be like three thousand dollars, not including the paying the models, uh, like makeup, paying um, or getting a photographer to come, location. So it's not even included none of that. That was going to be a whole extra set of probably like another maybe two thousand dollars, fifteen hundred, something like that. So it, it just felt like a lot to do all at once, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, God is good. And yeah. then even it's crazy how, like, after all of this happened, I remember trying to do so much to get uh, an investor, mm -hmm. like, before launching. But now, like, there's this lady I'm talking to who is, like, dead set. Like, I want you to know I'm investing in your business. Like, it, it doesn't matter because yeah. she uh, – and it's so cool because – she sees, like she said, like you're marked, like you're destined for greatness. So I want to be a part of this. So right. I want you to know I'm investing in you. And I, it also makes me happy because something I just thought about, I remember talking to this other guy who was going to be a potential investor. Yeah. I remember when we first started talking, I didn't know how to start it because this was my first for real like investment proposal type of meeting. Mm -hmm. And I went straight into like talking about, my background like well if you're like an investor I, f I figure you need to know about my brand story and, and I'm talking about that and I'm talking about God and then they stopped me and they were just like basically saying like too spiritual or whatever and like don't do that for like your next investor that you talk to like just Who go straight that? yeah mm -hmm. like they said just go straight into the numbers like they don't really he was like investors not gonna really care about like your story they just want to know how you're going to make them money which I understood yeah. But I love that this lady loves, like, she she wanted to know my story first. And so, I don't know. It's just, like, also some comfort yeah. in that. And now, like I was saying before, I was trying to pause doing all the work and get an investor first. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to start on the launch once I get an investor. But now that I've started on the work, now I have an investor who can like help get some more money in to help push it yeah. and so it's just literally all things work together for your, for your good, good man yeah. like god is good um and it's it's like a lot of things are unfolding in my mind right now that i'm realizing yeah. because i really did not even think about how how you said i was really stressing about like dang i really want to do this idea for my marketing mm -hmm. and now i i am like getting opportunities like certain people that i'm about to work with for these pants even my uh the marketing campaign i think i told y'all about like a set apart series i don't know um like i got people confirmed for that 
And it's just like, wow. Yeah. It's just like working out without me even having to do as much without me having to spend a million dollars, you know? Sure. And so it just shows that like yeah. everything will be good, you know? And that's why I think it's like important with Brandon and different things like that. Like we all have our own lane of Brandon. Mm -hmm. Like one thing you always preach is like, I want to be the next Gucci, the mm -hmm. luxury design. And like yeah. Yanni preaches like, you know, I want Being the best yeah, Christian, like the best Christian brand. streetwear brand. And then for me is like just content creation, Tyler Perry studios, yes. like Tiana Taylor productions. Like we all have our own Brandon yeah. and you have to identify like, who do you want to present yourself as in the world? Like what is yeah. your presence that you bring in? I really like when you said the thing about your hair because, like, mm -hmm. that's something that people really, you know, don't pay attention to. Like, exactly. When I um when I when me and Yanni had went to Atlanta Streetwear Market and even um another place I had went to alone, I had on like shades. Mm -hmm. So you think, okay, I know who I am, but like people who watch you yeah. on a specific place and they see you as one place all the time, like mm -hmm. as present yourself as one way all the time. When they see you, like, when you switch up your look by any means, like, it may be harder to point you out in a crowd because, it, like, you don't know. Yeah, you're not used to that. You exactly. feel me? Like, even when I was on YouTube, like, I had blue hair. So when I had, like, a blue <laughs> afro hair, you see me out in public, like, you, you yeah. know that's you. Like, you have no, to bring yourself how you want to be presented. Even how, moment. like, every time I go out for an event, mm -hmm. nine times out of ten, I'm going to wear a corset. Mm. Because it's like that goes along with my actual fashion brand, like yeah. my branding. Yeah. And so it's just like I want to be recognized at a certain way. So yeah. it would have looked crazy if I would have wore it. Okay, so I actually brought a second outfit. Um, and it was still fashionable, mm -hmm. but it was like more like chill, right? And I was just like... I don't feel like I should wear this. Because I, I was just thinking it doesn't fit the brand. It's still very fashionable, yeah. but it does not fit the, the brand. brand. Yeah. Exactly. And, so. we, and that's crazy because remember when we were um, in that one location? I don't know if I should say so. I'm going to just say that one location. Yeah. Oh, and you're the, talking about the lady? The lady, yeah. yeah. I was going to bring that yeah, up. Yeah, we had, remember the experience we had of the lady that was telling us, you guys look like what you do. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah. I remember one time I was even telling Jada, like, with her being a fashion designer, it's mm -hmm. like, I feel like she carries the presence of a fashion she designer. Does. Like, from, like, like the way she, like, dresses. Yes. Even, like, like you know, your fit. Yeah. It's just, like, yeah. the and whole not to be look. weird, but, like, Jada be smelling good. <laughs> like, <you> be smelling. <laughs> As soon as she walk in the room, you smell like her presence. Yeah. So it's like, you it's can like smell. yeah, <laughs> definitely. So I, I definitely feel like you do well um, carrying the presence. All of Thank us really yeah. do yeah, for carrying sure. the presence of what we do. Yeah, yeah for definitely. sure. You always gotta have wise on. So Even with me, like on a time. podcast, I said like I need to make more designs. Like instead of wearing other people's stuff, and that's what you really have to be intentional with. With Brandon is like yeah. you can't just go around looking any way or yeah. even oh, this is something that Donnie had mentioned before, like. If you have a clothing brand, prime example to you, if you have a clothing brand and you're promoting and you, you're like in your apartment and you're showing oh, like yeah. the packages yeah. like yeah. on the floor and like dirty, crusty floor. Yeah, yeah. like the floor is not <laughs> vacuumed and stuff. It's like, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't right. want to buy that. Brand no. association. And I think I, I don't know if I mentioned this in the episode before, but I remember, I, no, I think I was, it was a conversation, mm -hmm. but I was saying like even the way people do photo shoots for their brands. Mm -hmm. Right. 
everything that's in that picture for that photo shoot is communicating the type of brand you have to the person that's looking. Yeah. With me having a streetwear brand, most likely my models are going to have on some cargos or some yeah. dunks. Mm-hmm. We're probably going to have like a um, a fitted on. It's like yeah. it's a certain presence, it's a certain sure. look yeah. in that picture for you. You're probably going to have, well, most likely, with you having a fashion brand, your photo shoots are going to look high quality. Yes. It's going to look sure. crisp. The it's models are going to magazine. Models are going to yes. be put together. The makeup's exactly. going to be done. Yeah. It's communicating the type of brand. <laughs> Not you it's like you're up. talking too much. <laughs> it's like hush. <laughs> But I wanted to, I wanted to make this point. If y'all have a brand, especially like in the clothing industry specifically, mm-hmm. honestly, um, and you guys do pictures or you know you network a lot, be very aware of how you're looking, how you're presenting your brand. Like if you have a clothing brand and every time you network, you got stains on your shirt. Mm-hmm. Like that's not good for your brand because people are gonna think, well, this is like. They don't really care about their brand, so why should I shop with them? Because yeah. they don't even yeah. care about the presentation. So even if you have a graphic designer business, okay, how do you tell tell people about your brand? How are mm-hmm. you posting your content? If you have sure. a graphic, you edit. Everything you post on social media should be crisp, clear, because exactly. then they're saying, oh, this, this person's quality is good. Yeah. Dang, they edited that. That's why, Trey, when you edit pictures, you put royalty made it edited this so that people see yeah. you they know boom he has a graphic design business and this edit that's on his picture on his main page is so well that i actually want to shop with his brand right and i've royalty gotten like yeah, yeah like i've gotten a lot of sales through royalty made it by just and it don't even have to always be big sometimes like me in this outfit on my instagram i put on the sign royalty made it i could have just left it there with somebody else's business but it's like no let's be intentional mm-hmm. and even the small things because I feel as though this is something that I learned from uh, Justin Owens on his episode. One thing he said, like, you can have tangible products and you can have intangible products. And so what you guys have, y'all have tangible products where people can touch, feel, mm-hmm. and or they can't taste it. But, you know, if <laughs> it's you, like have, if you, a, it, <laughs> if you have a business that, you know, you can taste then like those are tangible products yeah. whereas me i'm selling an idea so mm-hmm. the idea that i'm selling is the quality of the work what it looks like even the smallest things this is something that i see with graphic designers all the time when you're recording from your laptop people are looking at the screen and your keyboard and seeing how dirty it is so mm. if your keyboard is all dirty That's and stuff good. on the screen wipe it off or even just yes. your screen itself like wipe the screen off before you send a preview mm-hmm. to somebody from the laptop because they're paying yeah, attention to good. all of that, that like those good. are small little things that i notice. and even um something that my mentor had told me like when you post about oh t- when you post about like low paying clients and like the memes and stuff it's cool it's funny and all for graphic designers but a high level designer a high level client that wants to work with you they see that and they see like oh this person they work with a lot of low level clients i don't really want to work with them and even mm-hmm. such a thing of like pricing like i've noticed certain people that are like high level yeah. when i was mentioning my prices before like when i was mentioning i was charging like eight dollars and stuff like that like they were looking like you work with dave and donnie and you're yeah. charging that yeah. like mm. they were looking at all of that all of that goes within your branding and you have to be intentional about what you're presenting that's good For sure. yeah. everything us everything that's connected to your brand the pricing the delivery, mm-hmm. the packaging, your social media, the, the cu- social, social media. media, customer service, the content, the way you show up, 
all of that is going to play a role into your brand. Like it's brand. all brand association. Yeah. For sure. And customer service, like it all go what you said of social media presence. It's not just about posting content. Like sometimes people look at the comments and see, are you responding to people that aren't getting their stuff? Are you responding yeah. to people that, you know, has said, Oh, I haven't received my orders in a couple of weeks. Are you mm -hmm. nipping it in the bud? Right. Or are you deleting comments and different things like that? Like everybody knows I didn't been through hell and back with my business. Um, and I've, intentionally continue to work on it yeah. and like i'm not hiding from anything like i yeah. speak on what i have struggled with in the past yeah. so it's like people want to see that stuff because in oh this is something i remember the one time when i was saying that for my graphics page i don't really want to show myself and y'all were like well how do you know like how will mm -hmm. people trust you exactly like, you have to build that trust on social media they need to see that you are a human in business right yeah, and like when you were saying that it was as far as like the comments and deleting it and all of that stuff, that's good. Yesterday I got a, actually got a comment on Wise Label, mm -hmm. and somebody was like, "I had reposted an old video, yeah, um, a public interview because I I need some more public interviews mm -hmm. and I need to edit them and stuff." So I'm like, "Let me just re repost the one, right?" Yeah. Somebody commented and they said, "I've seen this video the first time she posted it," and they were like, "I hope she's not doing this just for content and that she's actually witnessing, right?" Mm -hmm. And so I went on my main page. Normally, normally with comments, yeah, I really don't. Yeah, I really don't respond. Not for no specific reason, mm -hmm. but it just be a lot of comments. Yeah. Yeah. And it normally, all of them are normally saying amen. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I know. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I normally, no for specific reason, but I normally don't reply to comments. Yeah. Um, but for this one, I'm like, I'm going to respond because I do witness in real life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I went on my main and I went and I replied and I said, hey, I do. And then she deleted the comment. But the thing is, it's like, Brand association, okay, for me specifically. I have a Christian streetwear brand. What are you doing in real life? Because mm -hmm. that is important. Okay, you say your brand is, well, me. I say it helped my brand helps young adults with their faith. Okay, well, do you, you know? Yeah. Because not only are people going to search for that, but my, I have a spiritual brand, so I know God is making sure I'm doing yes. what I say my brand is doing. Um, but not even from a spiritual perspective. Like, yeah. if you say your brand is doing something or However you present your brand, make sure you're doing that and make yeah. sure everything is aligned to what your brand stands for, how you want your brand presented and all of that. Yeah, for yes, sure. Sir. Like, and it, it I, I don't know, how, how do y'all feel about people saying like, oh, I'm the jack of all trades? Because one thing that I realized, um, I actually had this conversation with a family member. They were telling me like, oh, I want to start this. I want to do that. I want to, you know, be in music. I want to edit like you do graphics mm -hmm. like you and i also want to sell clothes and so for me i'm like bro i don't even know what you're focused on you feel yeah. me and so i feel as though that's yeah. a, also a turn off for people like mm -hmm. any and i i broke it down to them any person that has been successful they did one thing i feel as though they have done one thing at a time like yeah. also the book um the science of getting rich they said that rich people do things in a specific way they do things yes. in a certain way and so you have to be intentional because if you're when I when I post, I present I do graphics and I'm a podcaster. That's mm -hmm. all I'm doing mm, right yes. now. So if that's what you want to be, you have to present yourself as that. Like Beyonce didn't start off, you know, singing and saying she's in real estate yeah. <laughs> or saying she has mm. a charity and stuff Come like on. that. Like you do yeah. one thing at a time and you don't you don't necessarily have to do one thing at a time, but you can 
present yourself as one master way. Like, one thing yeah master one thing be known for one thing right and it's crazy because that's actually the book i'm i'm literally reading the book right now the oh, one thing oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a book right now called the one thing and in that mm-hmm. book he was saying how successful brands are known for one yep. thing yeah. mcdonald's are known for their big macs mm-hmm. burger yeah. king is known for their whoppers target is known i don't know but they're known <laughs> you're like target is known thing. for target is known for staying <laughs> in the store and getting yeah. you to buy everything you want. exactly target no, is known for being a bougie grocery yeah store. like brands are known for one specific thing and it's like i'm not about to trust you to do my credit if you're over here talking about all this other five million things right. mm-hmm. because it's like okay you're you're not I can't trust you with my brain because you're yeah. talking exactly. and that's actually why I don't remember I don't know I think I told both of you mm-hmm. but I was thinking about reaching out for brand deals for my mm-hmm. personal yeah. brand yeah. but I'm like I don't want to do that because I don't want to confuse people mm-hmm. I don't want to be out here promoting all these five different things and it's like the people are I know my community is going to be like okay well what do you want us to do? You're confusing us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I want you to know I do wise label and grown pains. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Nah. Yeah. I feel, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like for real, like you really got to do things. And it's, <laughs> it's like, yeah, like, yeah. Like. That's how you know Jada wasn't listening. Cause she's just like, mm, no, I was listening. Yeah. I so don't like. do this. <laughs> Y'all been getting on me when I'm not listening. No, I, that's not my. I'm not listening. Jada, you wasn't words. listening. I was listening. It's like, <laughs> it like, yeah, that's nice, <laughs> bro. Y'all be known for one thing. Be known for one thing and master one thing. Make sure y'all brand presence is good. Yeah. Brand association is everything. That know? that even reminds me of my uh friend, the, one of the guys that um mount the TVs at, at back at home. Uh, triple triple M. TV mountain. Um, so like people want him to mount different things like the TV, put up the fireplace and do different things of that nature. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> okay. Yeah, like people want him to do multiple things. Mm-hmm. Like I, I forget exactly what he what people were requesting for him to do, but he and he actually Posted on his story, like, this is the services that I provide. I'm not doing anything outside of that. I'm not going to just take your money just for the fun of it. And that's even for me, like, when I'm editing for people or when they ask me, oh, can you edit my videos and stuff? I say, like, are you monetized on your channel? Because Mm -hmm. what is the point of you making an investment where it's coming out of your own pockets and you're investing into this channel and it's not growing and you're just investing money because you see everybody else has an editor. Have you put in the work to even have an editor or are you making an investment back? Um, And so like, yeah, it's like being intentional for real. Like even with what, um, what Dave said on, on your thing, I completely lost the thought just now, but he was talking about like, you know, having your courses and different stuff like that. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, what exactly do you do? Like, identify what exactly do you do, package it up, sell that idea on social media as your presence, mm-hmm. and continue to push that narrative so that way people can know you for this one thing. They didn't ask Wendy Williams, is she in real estate, if she's doing this. No, she's a TV host. Yeah, she's a cares. radio personality. Angie, I said Angie, I was going to say Angie McGee. <laughs> <laughs> Angela Yee. She, Angela Yee. <laughs> <laughs> Angela Yee, she's a radio personality, but she has tons of investments yeah. and stuff. She was in, she told, she said on stage she was in Brook and Mortar and all mm-hmm. of that stuff. But it's like you know her as a radio personality. Yeah. Yep. That's what you know her as. Yeah, like it's okay for you to do 
Well, I would say master what you do first. Yeah, master what you do first. And then get into other stuff because it's like your attention is so divided. If you're trying to start, it's hard enough trying to grow one thing. If you're trying to grow this one thing and then five other things, for one, people are can tell, okay, yeah, this person's not consistent in anything they do for one. And for two, they can't trust you. So put all your energy into one thing that somebody can specifically know you for. Yeah, because when you start... When you start something, it's it's like a folder on a laptop. Mm-hmm. When you start something, when you get that LLC or when you start this business, there's multiple things that got to be done. You got to open up the bank account. Yeah. You got to figure out how you're going to market yourself. You got to figure out right. our, what's the plan for making money. How much money are you going to make a year? What clients are you speaking to? Who's your audience? Different things of that nature. And so if you're focused on so many things, it's like all the tabs on the screen is open. Yeah. Like a, a, a laptop. Whereas if you look in one folder, you can find, all right, this is what I need for the LLC. This is my client that I work with these are the monthly retainers that I have and different things like that so it's being intentional and that way you can point point your focus in the specific direction that you need right and one more analogy 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 (laughs) (laughs) one more analogy um think of if you have buckets right if you have one bucket you only have a little you have water enough to fill that bucket you pour into that, but you're like, I want to fill this bucket up too. You pour it into that. I want to pour it into this bucket too. Now you're running out of water and none of the buckets are filled. Mm-hmm. Fill up one bucket and then go into your other buckets. And even for us, like we're growing our person, we're growing our brands, but we're mm-hmm. also doing growing pains, you know? Right. So that's technically two things. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I feel as though we have all individually, like we know what we're doing in our yeah. business. We just have to scale it now. But growing pains is like a whole new entity. Like, and even with growing pains, it still sometimes takes away from our brand. It sometimes does. we have to step away from sewing. Step, yeah. it, I have to step away from editing or step it, step away from my clothing brand to sit here. So even well, this we don't does get things done for growing pains because of our business. Yeah, so yeah, it's like exactly. it goes back and forth. Like I literally have graphics that I got to do right now. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I got to work on my website. Yeah, like we literally have stuff that we have to do outside of growing pains, but. This is why you can't start so many things. Imagine yeah. we add, I don't know, yeah, something a else. cooking business or something yeah, on top of this. Right. Season it, food seasoning. Jada know how to cook. Yeah. I don't know and, you, and I, yeah, I don't know about me either. I'd be air frying everything. But I, <laughs> I wouldn't say She's this. like, yeah, I don't have no <laughs> yeah, for Jada. Yeah, I don't have nothing to say against that. But, and I'm not going to lie. For me, I had my editing brand. Mm-hmm. I had my editing. I had three clients that, but I was using that to, to fill my business so it may be a certain thing where it's like okay i have to do this so i could work on my brand and that's cool because you know you have to fund your brand if it's something like that that's cool but don't just start things for the fun of it it's what is it gold gold syndrome it's shiny objects shiny yeah objects (laughs) she's like gold digger Shiny object object syndrome. Shiny object syndrome. Syndrome. We we gonna leave it like that. <laughs> you feel me? The when you see the shiny thing, or you start one thing and you do that, and that's why even like how you said that in a sense, you editing, working on your brand, and having grown pains. It was that's a lot. three things right there. Y'all, I was so burnt out, bro. Yeah. I was. Yeah, and it's like when I when I was doing YouTube, I just did YouTube. And then I started graphics and I did graphics for at least mm. three years. Now I have the podcast 
and now I have YouTube, and it's still a lot. That's what <laughs> I was gonna point. say. We've been trying to be consistent <laughs> on YouTube for the longest. Yeah, that's another bucket we're trying to fill, and buckets. we're struggling to fill that bucket up because we still have all our personal stuff going on. Yeah. So, but I I, I think, and I seen this uh, recently because we, we got to wrap up. But one thing that I seen was um, somebody was saying like, oh, I wish I had I could teach myself how to not sleep, and it's mm -hmm. like, yeah, I, I was looking at the post and I was it was kind of iffy because it's almost like uh, like successful people don't think like that they they say that they need sleep they say that they have like things that they need to Bro, do yes. you feel yeah. me yeah i've be seeing on tiktok successful people be like i'm going to get my sleep yeah like yeah. they're like i've got to get my sleep cuz how else are you yeah, going to operate exactly. it's like you just have to figure out like all right in this moment do i need to delegate do i need to put in more right. work do oh. i need to set up sops and systems and like Bro. that's what we all working on right now and yeah. That's why we don't want to always come to the episodes like just constantly talking about the same yeah. things where it comes redundant at this point. That's good. Mm -hmm. I have more stuff to say, but we yeah, we're gonna have to leave it. You feel like Jada? <laughs> she feels it. <laughs> she feels it. Jada's just sitting there like <laughs> because they all said she's like, yeah, so y'all are talking. Like, good, that's right. She's like, y'all talking too much. Plus, I was like, I already talked so much at the beginning of the episode. I was like, girl, we would have Oh, handle my leftovers. <laughs> 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 but now we got wrap up. Hey y'all! So thank you for watching this episode of Growing Pains podcast. But before we end the episode, we're about to do our last segment, "Make It Make Sense," where we give advice to young adults going through life. So today, Trey has a question for us. Let's get it. Yes, let's get it. So this person said, "I need some advice. I've been stood up twice last night, and it seems like women don't." like nice dudes i feel like i could be too lame or too awkward for women i just need to know why the women i go for don't like me back or gravitate towards me how come other dudes find luck and i get a terrible hand am i ugly do i look lame like dating apps don't work for me neither they said i just need answers because i feel like i'm below the food chain wait, wait did he say how old he was no i didn't ask him can you pull it back up yeah so something that comes to my mind is um, like what I want to I, I wish I could ask you, but like what makes you say your niceness is what is the reason why they don't want you? You know, Ooh, that may it may be a, a whole point. different reason. And I feel like. I don't know, I feel like. Like what makes you say that? Is it something do you already feel like, it's your niceness? Yeah. Because nobody said, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think that's true that nice guys don't get the girl. I don't think so either. Yeah, it, it's, it may be what type of girl are you going after? What type of girl are you trying to date? Because I know for me, I like nice guys, so. That part. Yeah, the one, one thing I'll say is definitely depends on the person that you're looking for or are you looking for somebody that you know isn't necessarily looking for that they're probably a city girl or something not even like trying to be funny but they're probably somebody that's looking for something in return whether it's monetary or you know something that the the man can do for them and if you're not that kind of person you don't align with you know the person that they're looking for so y'all just don't match yeah and i wanted to say um i definitely know that girls do like confidence yeah mm -hmm. And um, I would say, like, 
don't ask what's wrong with me. Why are gar- girls yep. not liking me? Because I, I was feel like, just about to say I that. I feel like that's coming from a place of insecurity. Am mm-hmm. I not not why guys don't girls don't like nice nice guys or Am what's I lame? wrong with me? Am I lame? Am I ugly? And so when I hear that, I'm thinking, okay, those are reasons you you probably already think that about yourself. Mm-hmm. And girls, we have a way of reading energy. Mm-hmm. We can tell when a guy is not confident. We can tell. When a guy doesn't really like stand on business Mm -hmm. and girls like confident guys. And so if you're coming into the relationship, oh, she's going to think I'm lame. She's going to think I'm this. She's going to think I'm too nice and all of this. She's going to feel that. And we and we we like to feel secure in our man. So like if she can read that, that that may make her like kind of run away. Yeah, Yeah. it's really like a confidence thing. Um, So one thing I watch is like I'm getting into watching more uh videos about like how you carry yourself how you dress like it's really important those things are you getting a haircut are you you know keeping up with yourself like you know are you why like making sure your hygiene is good you smell good when you walk in the room and like uh one one channel that i look at is uh teaching men's fashion and so they have like a ton of videos on there that you can watch where they're teaching you like all right this is how you keep your hygiene up to par. This is how you talk to a girl. And it, it also like your posture when you walk in a room, yeah. like, are you slouching when you sitting down? Like, is your chest up? Like when you speak, you feel me? Are you confident? Mm-hmm. Are you, does somebody have to tell you to speak up and different things like that? Are you looking people in the eye when you're speaking to them? Yeah. So those are like different things that I believe you have to pay attention to and, you know, not be so in your subconscious mind where you're just moving where you're not really attracting the energy that you would desire. Yeah, and I want to say this real quick. If a guy, if a girl doesn't want you because you're too nice, they're not the one for you. Yeah. Like, exactly. don't feel like you got to change who you are, change how you move, because you feel like a girl isn't going to like you. The right girl for you is going to like you just for the way you are. Once you start working on yourself and start being confident in who you are, then you're going to start attracting, you know? And don't feel like, oh, everybody out here has a relationship. Oh, these guys, like, don't compare yourself I either. Because at this point, we're here. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, don't yeah don't compare yourself to other guys why does this guy get this girl this guy always has this girl nice girls coming around don't compare yourself focus on you what can you work on and as you work on yourself the girls are gonna come and also don't feel bad like don't beat yourself down because there's more to life yeah. than relationships you know yeah. so like stand on on who you are and the girl's gonna come but also don't feel bad if you don't get the girl you want or something like that because they're just not the one for you yeah and i would say even how you said are you too awkward for women there are people who honestly will love your awkwardness uh, yeah. there's somebody for everybody whatever like quirks or weird traits you think you may have there are people who will love those things and then even you said something about um dating apps don't work either that is okay um everybody dating apps aren't the thing for everybody so yeah. that's okay as well i'll say just focus on not trying to force anything um and just allow things to happen naturally. Maybe start with just trying to build a foundation with people, just getting to know them, allowing them to see your personality and things like that. And then maybe try and move from there to going on a date or something along those lines. But I would say the biggest thing that you may need uh, that I feel like would impact you in the best way is how Yanni mentioned confidence. Yeah, I feel like once you have that confidence, you may even start to see 
a different type of woman uh, come around or mm-hmm. be interested in you because you're not looking at yourself in such a low way. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely like inner work that you have to do for yourself. Like you have to consistently do inner work. And I look at it like this. If you have insecurities, that just means that you're seeking for inner security. And that just mm. really means that like you're seeking for inner self-value and you can't apply value based on what other people think of you. You feel me? So like, I have insecurities, but I know that for a fact that I have to love myself first before I can have anybody else love me. So it's like, it's really all around a confidence thing. The more that you identify who you are, you know who you are, you know what you bring to the table, then your confidence moves with that. And not in a way of financial stuff, but your true character. Are you kind to people? Do you look out for people? Do you show love to your family? Like all of that stuff matters in it's not about like a look or you have to look a certain way. You have to have jewelry and different things like that. Yeah. If you're lame or like if you're considering yourself to be lame, it's like don't people are going to receive that energy that you're mm-hmm. giving off. You feel me? So it's really like you have to be intentional about what you're saying to yourself and the yeah. negative feedback that you're saying. Speak more positive than you do negative. Yeah, because who you you will project who you are in other people and that person is going to receive how you view yourself. Yeah. Um, and also, I wanted to say to the girl that stood you up, forget her. There's other uh-huh. fish in the sea, okay? And don't beat yourself up about it. Do not, like, tear yourself down. She just wasn't the one for you. Yeah, you may be the next Michael B. Jordan, you feel me? May pop out. <laughs> <laughs> you may pop out, and somebody may say, oh, I knew you. And you nah, going for real. diss her and be like, nah, go be ahead like, where nah, you was. Maybe you, you feel me? Yeah, like, remember like, you dissed me? Move around. Yeah. Yeah. But you got to be like, Bryson, tell her, don't. <laughs> 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 but all right we got um yeah that was the end of this yeah. episode this was a good episode definitely for, for sure, sure. <laughs> make sure y'all go ahead and subscribe to the channel we are posting our podcast episodes on here now so you'll be getting entertainment content vlogs challenges all that good stuff along with the podcast itself and we post every friday so yeah we appreciate y'all for pulling yes. up and make sure y'all follow our instagram growing pains pod Follow our TikTok Growing Pains podcast and stay connected with us, you know? For sure. Subscribe to the audio. Because that's what people got to do. Yeah. We be posting Go Getter Mondays. Go Getter Mondays. We be dropping gems on there. Y'all missing out if y'all are not subscribed. Like, go subscribe right now. Subscribe. Here we (laughs) go. Here we go. Like, we're waiting. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. We out. Bye, Bye, y'all.